You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever bonus edition of the Packernet Podcast. I am your co-host today, Ryan Schlipp. I'm going to get to the recording pretty quick here. But if you wouldn't mind letting me know, either on Twitter, Facebook, whatever, what you thought of this. It'll help me decide if I want to continue doing this or maybe just scrap it. But give me your thoughts. Otherwise, here she is. Finally, our bonus episode. I've got Todd with me here from the Center Center Stage Show uh, podcast and .com. Um, But an avid listener. Obviously, he is obsessed with the Packernet podcast. And... um, I'm I'm finally going to deliver on my promise. Uh, we're going to start doing some of these mock drafts, and it's going to be centered on the listeners. I want you guys to direct this. So I'm really, really excited to get Todd here. He actually reached out to me and, and was asking if he can be a part of it, and um, I'm, I'm pretty excited to kind of get this started. So, Todd, if you could really quickly, or take as much time as you want because I tend to ramble, so go ahead. Tell me about your podcast, and then give me a little bit of background about your family, if you wouldn't mind. Sure, Ryan. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, the podcast is called Center Stage Show. It is centerstageshow.com. In a nutshell, we interview, I interview, um, pretty famous singer-songwriters about why they became singer-songwriters, and we we kind of dissect uh, songs that were influential to them. So we've had a some cool people on, and I'll just shut up at that, and I'll tell you a little bit about my background and why I'm a Packer fan. Um, my grandfather is Charles Buckets Goldenberg. He played for the Packers from 1933 to 45. He was a multi-champion um, and Pro Bowl player, All-Pro, and, and he um, played for Lambeau. And it was uh, a family from Wisconsin. Uh, I was a Packer fan since birth, and uh, I've become a big fan your show and I thought it would be fun to do this with you. That's awesome and I, I appreciate you reaching out. Uh, we talked a little bit of music beforehand and, and if you go to his website centerstageshow.com and check out some of the interviews he's done um, I, I, I couldn't help but kind of engage a little bit on some of these guys. Um, some, some big artists and I, I mentioned that Yes was one of the bands that I kind of grew up on and he was mentioning maybe getting uh, some, some of those guys on his show so um, yeah be, be sure to check that out but otherwise what we're going to do here today, I'm going to push this little button here that says Start Draft. We're going to do a seven-round mock draft. We're going to run through really quickly. Um, it's just going to be kind of casual, and I just kind of want to get Todd's vision for the team is kind of the main goal here. We're not going to get super caught up in you know, what style of player this is or whatever. I just want to know more positionally and, and based on his vision of where we're at, because you guys know what I think. I've been spouting off literally 365 but I really want to hear what you guys have to say. So we're going to get started. I'm going to push start draft right now, and uh, we're going to run through this. We're going to see who's available here at 12. What is going on with Quinn and Williams? Oh, my goodness, that scared me a little bit. But, uh, Todd, can you see the screen? Everything's okay on your end? Yeah, I can see the screen. Let's see. So so, so let, me just, let, let me just ask you, right out of the gate, and obviously we can't trade, and if we could, I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on all that kind of stuff, but – in terms of general philosophy, what 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 is what is kind of your thought about the the Packers and where we're at? You know, you know, should we be going offense to help Aaron Rodgers? Do we need more on defense? What is your hope to accomplish, 
kind of in the early rounds of this this podcast here, or excuse me, in this this draft here. Yeah, well, my general idea is that uh, we need some offensive line help. I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure about the new guy that we got from that we got at guard. I'm not sure he's he's the answer to anything. Yeah. Um, so I do want to get at least one offensive lineman. I'd love to get a top tackle if he's available. I would love to get a guard. Uh, I know we need a safety. I know we need a inside linebacker, tight end, cornerback. But you know what? All that said, I've been watching some mock drafts. I've been playing with this. And what I've been finding out is if I don't take an edge rusher early on, I'm not going to get an edge rusher. So looking at what's available here, I was hoping either Ed Oliver or Brian Burns would be available, and they're both available. So now I've got a bit of a uh, conundrum. I don't like Hawkinson at 12. I would take him at 30 if he's available, but mm-hmm. he probably won't be. Same thing with Bush. Yep. I'm going to go Ed Oliver. I like it. So, yeah, and I, I, I tend to agree that either one of those is a good option because ultimately we're just – it's about getting that pass rush going. And I, I think e- taking either one of those guys really solidifies us having just a dominant pass rush in the in the uh, the NFC North. So, I mean, you, you kind of alluded to something at 30, but I'll, I'll just kind of hand it over to you, and you can kind of see the screen and what's available. We've yeah. got that pass rush going. What are your thoughts now at 30? Yeah, this is, this is exactly what I thought was going to happen, right? So, and, and the other thing about Oliver that I'd love just to get back to that for yep. a second is if Mike Daniels is not someone we re-sign next year, then we've got Oliver. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm happy 2019, I'm happy 2020. You know, I, I think I think the next need is going to be tackle or safety or inside linebacker, but it's hard to pass on Hawkinson here. Um, can you do me a favor? Can you hit on position and yep. let me know who the top tackle and guard are available? Yeah, so as far as tackles, you got Reisner, um, Greg Little, Yadni Kajus, yeah. or Kajust. So it, it, it looks like Reisner. And le- I mean, I don't know if you've got favorites. I could care less, whatever you want to do. But as far as uh, the draft network... You're kind of looking at Reisner and then nobody. If I flip it over to guard here really quickly, if I can figure out how to do it, interior offensive lineman. Eric McCoy, I believe, is a center, but very versatile guy. Lindstrom, same exact situation, except he's a guard, but I think good with outside zone. But So that's what you got. You got Eric McCoy, you got Chris Lindstrom, and you got Dalton Reisner as far as offensive linemen are concerned. Okay, so here's the way I'm looking at it. Um, I definitely want a lineman. I see three or four that I wouldn't mind getting 12 picks from now, so I'm going to take Hawkinson. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's, well, very little explanation needed for that. I mean, especially in terms of value, the fact that he's sitting there uh, versatile in terms of blocking, in terms of receiving, in terms of everything else. So we went defense, and we solidified the pass rush. We went offense. We got ourselves another receiver, which is great because we just kind of have our one receiver. Now we got kind of a, I, I, I don't know, another receiving option but also a blocker and all that kind of stuff so we've we've satisfied two big needs but now I'm kind of curious where we're at at pick 44 in your mind having satisfied those two things what are your thoughts at this point this is an easy one for me I okay. I don't I, can it, well difficult for me not to take Hollywood Brown but I wanted Lindstrom Lindstrom is available at, at uh, 44 so I'm going to take him yeah I love that I, I think I mean, Lindstrom just has Green Bay Packers written all over him, so we'll take Lindstrom there. Um, you know, very similar to what you said, but even even if 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 you're, I shouldn't say wrong, but even if, uh, you know, 
uh, Billy Turner does end up playing, I think we have two potential openings at guard, to be completely honest. So now we have Lindstrom who's going to come in there. I think Lindstrom is an automatic plug-and-play. Um, he's going to come in. He's going to be a great fit for what the Packers are doing. So very versatile now. we got an offensive weapon, offensive line, defensive pass rush. Now it's getting a little, you know, what else are we thinking at this point here at 75 in the third round? Well, we need a safety. And the good thing is I was hoping that we would have safeties available in the third round. I figured we would. Um, can you do me a favor and click on – I'm seeing three out of the next yep. next four listed are safety, but let's click on safety just to take a look. Sure. At yeah, yeah. This, is, this has panned out really well, by the way. If you guys, By the way, this is going to be a YouTube video. Also, I'm going to be posting this video in the Facebook group. So if you're not in the Facebook group, be sure to get in. If you want to see the visuals of this, be sure to do that um, if you're just listening as a podcast. But uh, anyways, yeah, so we're clicking on safety. This has panned out really well because he wants well, a safety, and there's three available out of four. But anyways, go ahead. It seems like an obvious choice, but I'm not going to make it just yet. I'm, I, I think I know I'm think I'm going to go Taylor Rapp, and that's who I wanted. But let me just check one thing. Can we look at cornerbacks real quick? Absolutely. So what yeah, we're looking okay, at right now, Isaiah Johnson, Jamal Dean, Juwan Williams, Sean Bunting, those are kind of our options right now. Yeah, I, I like Dean, but I wouldn't, I, wouldn't pick, uh, I wouldn't pick him over a safety. And I don't think there's going to be an inside linebacker that I would pick over a safety. I see Andy Isabella on the board still. I see – yeah, no, I, 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 I think it is an obvious choice. I think we're going to go Taylor Rapp. Yeah, I I think a lot of Packer fans go Andy Isabella there, but I, I tend to agree, um, trying to stay unbiased here. But I really want a safety, and I really do like Taylor Rapp. Um, I think we need to find somebody to pair with, uh, you know, Adrian Amos, and I think Taylor Rapp. And, and be, there's, a, there's a couple, quite a few, two or three or four safeties that would be a good match. But I think if we didn't take Taylor Rapp there, we're just not really getting anyone. So I, I tend to agree with that decision. So we got pick 114 coming up here in the fourth round. We also have a pick coming up in four picks, which is something to keep in mind if you're kind of leaning one way. Just remember, we got a pick coming up very, very quickly. So now, where are we at in your mind? What, what, what does this Packers team need to kind of get us over the hump? Okay, so we've gotten, we've gotten one offensive lineman. We've gotten a safety. We've gotten a tight end. And I only want, I only want one tight end. And we've gotten a uh, an edge rusher in Ed Oliver. I, I do see him as an edge rusher. Okay. So, oh boy. Okay. Um, I want a running back. I didn't think I was going to take one this high, and I, I still don't think I am. Can, can I look at the entire running back board? Sure. Yeah. The the good thing about running back, and also happens with wide receiver a little bit, is there's a little bit of a bottleneck. So there's there's just a big pile of of guys that tend to, to tend to bottle up. So I think this will continue for quite a while if you want yeah, to I, wait. Well, you see, yeah, David Montgomery, Damian Harris, Justice Hill, Devin Singletary, Trayvon Williams. These are all guys I like. Yep. I actually like Jordan Scarlett. I just know he's got some off, off-field issues. Um, and we're in the third round right now, so we don't pick a – oh, no, no, we pick Fourth again round. in a few picks. All right, let's definitely not take a running back. Okay. Fourth round, right. Let's not take a running back. Let's look at uh, receivers. Wide receivers. All right. Darius Slayton, Antoine Wesley, Jacoby Myers, Demarcus Lodge, Keyshawn Johnson, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I. So let me get your opinion on this one. I like the receivers we have. I, I feel like we definitely have a number one. I think I think we have a number two. 
And then I think we have two or three other guys who could fit in. I'm not sure how important it is at this point. Um, on the other hand, I'm not really seeing anybody I love on this list. Yeah. So, and and we've been known to pick up, we've been known to get undrafted guys that have fit into our the offense too. So I, I want to find a fit. Um, let's, my next needs other than receiver would be inside linebacker and mm-hmm. cornerback. Okay. We'll check linebacker real quick. I want to see uh, what we have available. I mean, it, it's all entirely up to you. And far as the the draft network is concerned, the next best value is David Long, and they have him ranked 160. And for reference, we're at 114. But David Long, Tavon Coney, Gary Johnson, Jermaine Pratt, some kind of big names. Ben Burkirvan, Washington, is a, is, is a guy that a lot of people like. TJ Edwards out of Wisconsin. They don't have him super uh, valued super high, but that would be kind of, you know, again, whatever you think is, is good is good with me. And then you said cornerback as well? To me, yeah, cornerback. Yeah. Go ahead, say what you're going to say. I was going to say, to me, Long, Conley, and Johnson are all in kind of the same okay. little area. So I think one of them's available next round, is sure. my guess. So yep. I'm going to wait on that. And then cornerback, um, likely. Yep, cornerback Michael Jackson out of Miami, Corey Ballantine, Washington, Mark Fields, Clemson. Um, you know, I, I would say maybe a little bit better value, but kind of similar situation where. You're not getting great value yeah. here. Good chance all of them are available in four picks. Something to consider. Um, we can kind of go back to all. Maybe if yeah. there's something that stands uh, out here. Like you said, running back is going to be available. Tight end well. we already got. Defensive line we already got. Kind of in a tough spot, but uh, go ahead and see if you I'm can kind navigate of in a tough it. Spot. You're right. Um, I'll tell you a couple things I'm thinking right now. Uh, one is potentially, and this might be a little crazy, but Looking in 118 and Marquise Blair out of Utah, the safety. Um, I lo- like him. I know we've got Taylor Rapp. Yep. Those two and Adrian Amos, I think then what happens is Josh Jones becomes a linebacker, period, end of sentence. Sure. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Right. Um, I, lo- I like Tristan Hill as a prospect, but I think we're pretty stocked at inside interior defensive line. So. This is tough for me. Um, I really like Justice Hill, but one of those guys is going to be available in a few picks. So, I think I'm going to take Mark. Uh, I'm going to take Marquise Blair. Yeah, no, that that does make sense. I mean, it. You've already gotten a safety. However, the depth is such a problem on this team. We basically have one safety, and that's Adrian Amos. You drafted Taylor Rapp. We have a a 40 year old corner playing safety. We have a linebacker playing safety. Right. Outside of that, though, I mean, in in terms of true safeties playing on this team, we have Adrian Amos, we have Taylor Rapp, so I don't have any problem going back to back. I mean, let's let's face it: how many times have we gone back to back? We gone back to back wide receivers, back to back running back, back to back to cornerback, going back to back safety. I think it makes complete sense. I think that was the right call to make. So, four picks later, pick one eighteen. We got the bottleneck running backs, linebackers, whatever it is you you were thinking about. Basically, everybody that was available before, with the exception of. Uh, David Montgomery, Joe Jackson, edge rusher out of Miami, Josh Oliver, tight end. Other than those three, everybody else is still available. Okay, so let's go back to my pick. Okay, um, so now here's what I'm looking at. I Let's look at cornerbacks. I want to see if I'm just going to pass on cornerbacks entirely and hope that Kevin King doesn't get hurt. Um, there's, a, there's a guy I like who's away down the road, so I think I'm going to wait. I don't like Michael Jackson. I Fields is okay. I, you know what? I, yeah, I don't want to draft a cornerback here. I just don't think it's worth the value. Okay. Can we look at uh, offense? 
offensive lineman again. Um, Interior? Or? Is, there, is there a tackle? Sure, is there a let's tackle? see. So what we're looking at now, uh, Titus okay. Howard, okay. Chuma Edoga, Bobby Evans, uh, Tyler Romer, uh, uh, Aliudo, I forget his full first name, but Aliudo, Tyree St. Louis. I mean, these are relatively big names. Um, it, it's a risk. Anytime you get outside yeah. of the second round with tackle, you're kind of gambling. But a lot of these guys have spent time as second-round prospects that have fallen for whatever reason. A lot of high upside guys like Ali Udo, for sure, I know, is, is small school, but but a high upside kind of guy. Yeah, and there's so many of them that we're going to get one in the next round. So Absolutely. I'm not going to pick them here. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to pick them here. So let's – one more thing to look at. Yep. Let's look at Edge. Okay. So Sutton Smith, yeah. Northern Illinois, Wyatt Ray, so, Boston College. Yeah, so I like I like Sutton Smith, uh, and I do think we need. Oh boy, let me think about this here. So we've got the we've got the two Smiths. This will put us to three Smiths, and that's over the limit. It didn't even occur to me. That's insane. Um, I almost feel like you have to at this point. Coached by Smith. Yep. Yeah, you almost have to, right? Um, I do. I do like him. I liked him at the combine. Uh, that way, in case in case Sacro isn't Sacro this year, I think yeah, I'm gonna yeah. do it. Let's go, Smith. That makes sense. Yeah, I, like like you said, and I, you know, it, it's funny because every time somebody talks about like a lock and it's like, oh yeah, Fackrell's gonna be in there. I mean, he he did he knocked that out of the park last year. But there's still a part of me that's like, yeah, but it's Kyler Fackrell, man. I mean, are we sure that he's like a lock? Yeah. And so yeah, that that does make sense. And even if he is a lock, who else? Nobody, right? So, I mean, we've we've got the two guys that we signed. We've got Kyler Fackrell. you got to have more than three. So, yeah, Sutton Smith to come in, learn under these guys, and uh, to help to grow. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. Okay, so here's what I'm looking at now. I, I, need, I need a running back. Yep. We need, a, we need an inside linebacker. Um, get a tackle, running back, inside linebacker, and tackle. And we've got, yeah, a couple picks left. So okay, running back. Um, Harris Singletary Williams. Boy, I let me get your opinion here. I Singletary, I know had a really bad combine. He did. He's yeah. really shifty. Yep. Um, and Harris, I feel like Harris is kind of a diamond in the rough. Yeah, I think I think and the I thing with like Damian Harris Jordan is Scarlett. Okay, go ahead. No, no I, I, yeah, go ahead. What do you no, think about Damian Harris? Damian Harris kind of fits the mold of just being a 
I, I would almost say Jamal Williams-ish kind of guy. You know, he's, he's he can do a little bit of everything, but he's not going to knock your socks off anywhere. So if you're looking for a third-string kind of guy that can plug in anywhere or anytime if you need him to plug in, I think Damian Harris is that kind of a guy. Uh, but but you could probably get that with Devin Singletary as well. But um, I, I think that's kind of the, the main thought with Damian Harris is he's a very well-rounded guy, but he doesn't have a super amount of upside. And honestly, looking down this list, I see four, five, six running backs, all of whom I think have some value. So again, I think this is around to wait on running back and go after that tackle. So let's go back to tackles. Sure. Real, real quick, I just want to kind of get your opinion on this because some people might be curious. So, so far, just to recap, edge rusher Ed Oliver, or you know, pass rusher, we'll say, TJ Hawkinson, Chris Lindstrom at guard, mm-hmm. Taylor Rapp and Marquise Blair at safety, Sutton Smith at edge rusher. We have a massive list of wide receiver. I'm just curious, are, are you? I know you commented on it already, but I'm just curious on, on your opinion on wide receiver. Are we not touching it at this point, or are you comfortable, or are you thinking maybe a little bit later, or what are your thoughts? It's a tough one because I know I'm going to have to give up on something, Ryan, yep. and I, the wide receivers that I like are going to go in the first and second round, and I think it's too okay. high to take a wide receiver in this kind of a draft when there's so much good defense. Sure. Um, and I also think I also think Brian Bulaga is done next year, most likely. Right. And I think we've got to find his replacement now. And this is what makes it difficult for me because you're putting me in a spot now. Because actually, Udo to me is interesting. I like Max Sharp, Sharping actually. Um, <coughs> and looking that there that there are four guys left. There's St. Louis. There's Prince. There's Sharping. Um. All right, let's look at wide receivers. You got me. <laughs> I also have to ask: Do you live in Illinois? <laughs> no, I'm actually okay. In, uh, I, I was Washington just wondering because and, the last uh, two guys you said you liked were out of Northern Illinois. I just was wondering if maybe that was your team or something. Oh no, no, that's interesting. No, I, I uh, <laughs> no, my team, my my one and only team is the Green Bay Packers. All right, I, I root for the Packers and whoever's whoever's playing the Seahawks. That's who I root for. Perfect. Right, so I live we, in Seattle, and it, it's the yeah, it, it is the worst fan base in oh, the history of sports. That must be um, brutal. Yeah, it's really bad. It, it's a lot of people who know nothing about football talking <laughs> extremely loud about football. <laughs> okay, boy. Okay, I think I'm 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 really I'm really confused here. Um, you know what? I'm going to give up on I'm going to give up on uh, wide receiver. Sure. I'm not seeing anybody that's really standing out at this point. Yeah. Um, and we looked at corner cornerback already, didn't we? Uh, recently we have, yeah. I'll show it to you again here. So just to give a little visual for the podcast, folks, Mark Fields, Clemson, Montre Hartage, uh, Northwestern, Kendall Sheffield, Ohio State, Derek Thomas, Baylor. These are the guys that are available at corner right now. Uh, we're just basically the the guys that the draft network has as top value. The next twenty guys are basically all running backs and wide receivers. That's kind of the heartburn that uh, that we're having right now. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and honestly, I like Cam Cheevers, and I don't see him going in the next in the next few picks. Right. Uh, I'm going to ask for your advice here. So we've got three pretty good running backs. Um, like you said, they all do about the same thing. Which of those running backs is the pass catcher, in your opinion? Um, let me go back to running back because, I mean, I you know, the 
the one guy that I that stands out to me as a well, first of all, I would be curious your thoughts on Bryce Love because this is a guy that last year was a first round draft pick that fell. Um, so that's somebody to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, Miles Gaskin, I think, is somebody that maybe has that ability. The draft network has him ranked higher, but you know, I definitely want to at least include the idea of Bryce Love because you think about what he did previously over at Stanford. Seems to be at least a, a very high upside option, but Miles Gaskin is somebody that I think has that explosion and that ability. Um, I think those are maybe the two guys that stand out if you're looking for maybe a pass catcher type. Um, you know, somewhat of a well-rounded ability, but but you, you know, at least some ability to catch the pass. Those are the two guys that stand out to me. There's Mike Weber as well. Yeah, Ohio State. Okay, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the, uh, the the tackle. Okay. I'm taking that. All right, we'll go Sharping. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. So yep. Max Sharping, offensive tackle, Northern Illinois, is what we're going to take here. Uh, we're, we're hoping that uh, uh, Mr. Gutekunz has the same kind of luck that Ted Thompson had getting the later round guys. Obviously, we have a new offensive uh, or you know offensive line coach, so hopefully he can still have that same kind of magic. But Max Sharping is a really talented guy. So we're sitting here at pick 185 now. We, again, to recap. Ed Oliver, TJ Hawkinson, Chris Lindstrom at guard, Taylor Rapp and Marquise Blair at safety, Sutton Smith edge, and now Max Sharping offensive tackle. And again, we're back here. I want to give you the full view of everybody that's available really quick. Pick 185. We're back on the clock. Uh, again, wide receiver and running back is pretty much everybody that's available. So there's no lack of talent there. So I will turn it over to you and get your thoughts. Okay. My thoughts are this. Uh, we are Good at, we are good at edge. I think we're pretty solid. I think uh, we needed the one tight end. Um, I, I might want to look at a second tight end, but I'm not sure about that. We're definitely good on the offensive line with Lindstrom and, and uh, Sharping's a question mark, but, you know, at least we have a body there. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not going to go after a cornerback. I think we've got enough in our room. I think with the two safeties, we're good. Yeah. I think we moved Josh Jones to inside. So... That means we need a playmaker. That means we need a running back or wide receiver. Um, I kind of push this to the point where we would have a bunch of options, and I think we do. Yep. Uh, so let's look at running backs once, and let's look at receivers once, and I promise I won't make you do this too many times. No, that's fine. So just just to give, again, the, the visual representation for the podcast, folks, right now at the top of the board for running backs, we have Miles Gast and Karen Higdon. Raquel Armstead, uh, Devin Azigbo, Mike Weber, Elijah Holyfield, Bryce Love. These are the top running backs that we have currently available. And uh, any anybody standing out in that group to you? Um, I would say, and then there's also James Williams and Benny Snell, who I like. Um, Travis Homer. I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna wait at, uh, wait another few picks to get the running back, and I'm gonna try to take a receiver here. Okay, so at wide receiver, Preston Williams, Colorado State, Travis Fulg- uh, Travis Fulgham, David Sills, Anthony Johnson, Hunter Renfro, con- con- a, uh, a popular option, Cody Thompson, Tyree Brady, Penny Hart, uh, Anthony Ratliff Williams. I've had mocked to the Packers several times. So I, you know, little jo- Jordan Humphrey, two twelve, a guy that's. You know, I mean, there's a there, yeah. there's a lot of options here. There's really, and I think that's part of the no, problem I like, is. I like him. Yeah, part of the problem is there's a lot of guys you like, so it's hard to take a guy now because you know there's going to be five guys you like in the next pick, but eventually you you got to pick one at some point. So, again, it's in your hands, man. 
Well, I'm going to do some. I'm going to I'm going to do one crazy thing before we go on, and you you can uh, <laughs> show me the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't Not have a corner, with that. Quarter, quarterback. Yep, I hear you. So Gardner Minshew, Brett Ripien, Ryan Finley, Clayton Thorson, Kyle Shermer, yeah. Trace McSorley, Easton Stick. I got my pick. If you want a uh, if you want a, a tight end, I got my pick. Go for it. I got my pick, Ryan. I'm taking Ryan Finley out of North Carolina State. All right, NC State. So just just enunciate this because I, I don't have a problem with it at all, but I'm just curious because you clearly have a thought process here, and also Ryan Finley is the third guy down on the list, so you have an affinity for him. So just run that run that bias real quick. Why quarterback and why Ryan Finley? Um, it's, it's a future plan. It's a value pick. Uh, I thought that Ryan Finley to me looked like looked pro ready in the drills. Uh, he he's six foot four. I like him. I, I really think that uh, he could be turned into something. And I don't know what that means for the other two Packers quarterbacks, but it's I didn't expect Ryan Finley to be around in the sixth round. I thought he would be gone in the third or fourth. Uh, so I, I just think it's a great value pick. Yeah, pretty similar to Brett Hundley, actually. You know, if you think about what we did with him, he, he's a guy that was supposed to go kind of second, third-ish, and then he fell into the fourth, and we ended up trading up to get him because it's it's one of those things like, why is this guy still here? we got to go get him. Now, obviously, that didn't pan out. But, you know, every once in a while, quarterback being as important as it is, and especially looking at the Packers and the situation they're in, we got Aaron Rodgers, and we have nothing else. So Ryan Finley comes in. He's kind of automatic QB3 with a very good chance of being QB2. That that's yeah. I, I don't have any yeah. problem with that pick whatsoever, which is why I said I I have no problem. You know, I'm not going to mock you for looking at quarterback whatsoever. So, anyways, yeah. we're now at pick one hundred and ninety four. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say a potential QB two in the sixth round. That's that's pretty incredible. So and I think he could be he could be a future you know, QB of the future. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So, what you doing there? Well, um, I can go to any position you want, but for some reason, when I click all, it doesn't do anything. So we're going to have to go position by position. Uh, the the mock draft machine okay, is well, letting me do down that. right let's now. Let's do that. For the, sure. For the final two picks. Oh, no, you're there now, it looks like. I'm at, oh, you're right. I am. You've got you're wide right. receivers and running backs. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Okay. Um, can you scroll down a little bit? Sure. So, um, again... Very similar situation, bottleneck, all wide receivers and running backs. Okay, that's um, good. Couple. I just want to make sure I'm not I'm missing out on anybody here. Um, I said I wasn't going to take a cornerback, but remember there was one cornerback I said I liked? Mr. Ham Cheevers. Ham Cheevers. Boston College. Yeah. So, so now my question is, if I do that, if I do that, that means I'm not going to draft either a running back or receiver, which means we either have to get some undrafted free agents in there, and I like yeah. little little LJ uh, Humphrey a little bit. Um, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking either Cheevers or Humphrey, the cornerback or the receiver, and then let's go up and look at the running backs again. Okay. Gaskin, Higdon. Bunch of receivers. So if I want Humphrey, he'll be there. Yeah. Um, honestly... Honestly, the running back I like is Mike Weber at this point. So, boy, this is tough. Is everyone is everyone going to hate me if we don't draft a a cornerback or a receiver? Probably. I don't. Right? I don't think so. I, I you know. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No, I, I was just going to say it's, you know, 
at the very least, there's certain things as far as like bodies that you have to satisfy. Running back is one of those things where, you, I, I, in my opinion, again, you're the GM, but in my opinion, we have two. There has to be a body there. Cornerback, we have we have a plethora of bodies there. So even though the talent might not be where a lot of people want it to be, a lot of early round talent, a lot of bodies, it's nowhere near as big of a, an issue, in my opinion, as running back would be, or some other positions where it's just a matter of we... we we have to have some human being that has to be in that position somewhere. So that would be my personal thought. But uh, okay, GM Todd, you go ahead. Well, I'm going to take the running. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the running back here. So we're either going to take Mike Weber, unless you talk me into Miles Gaskin. I'm not going to do that. Whatever you're into, but you, the only thing I require is you got to tell me why you like Mike Weber. Uh that's that's what I'm. <laughs> we're we're in the sixth round now, buddy. I I, I can't tell you why I like Mike Weber. I've seen Gaskin play. Um, yeah, I, I I've seen Gaskin play, and I haven't seen Weber play. And I saw Weber in certain drafts. In certain drafts, uh, analysts had him a lot higher than this. So I don't know why he's still low now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just take Weber. It's a win. All right, Mike Weber, it is. All right, so we've got our running back, quarterback. Lots of good stuff here. I'm, I'm trying to think what it is that we have to satisfy what what, what are oh, your thoughts in terms of, of needs at this point because we're, we're pretty much down to the end well we're down to one more pick um if we're not taking a cornerback and i didn't see someone i really like then it's going to be a receiver and ratliff williams from north carolina is a possibility Penny hart from georgia state's a possibility um hunter renfro i don't know he just i'm going to go ratliff williams so Anthony Ratliff Williams, what what is it about Mr. Ratliff Williams that you like? Because obviously we're passing up Hunter Renfro, Cody Thompson, Tyree Brady, Penny Hart. I mean, I, like I said, I've I've mocked him to the Packers a couple times, but in your opinion, what what is it that stands out about him? I just I think I can see him as a slot guy, and I okay. think we might need some help there with Cobb gone. Yeah, and I if if I'm not mistaken, I think he has some ability as a uh, as a return man, so that would also be a, a benefit. So. We're going to take Mr. Anthony Ratliff-Williams here. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. And um, so just to recap now, Ed Oliver, TJ Hawkinson, Chris Lindstrom, Taylor Rapp, Marquise Blair, Sutton Smith, Max Sharping at tackle, Ryan Finley as our uh, heated quarterback battle for QB2, Mike Weber at running back, Anthony Ratliff-Williams is going to try to get in this mix of, of massive uh, group of wide receivers and also to take Trevor Davis's <laughs> job. But um, – so, so real quick, just just looking back at that list, um, any kind of things that you yeah, wish? Yeah, click on my pick. Yeah, anything that you wish you kind of uh, could have been able to hit on a little bit there? Because obviously, there, there's never been a mock draft that there weren't at least one or two regrets. Yeah, well, I mean, I I did not want to take a tight end in the first round. I really didn't. Um, what I told myself is the only tight end I'm going to take in the first round is T.J. Hawkinson at 30. And T.J. Hawkinson was available at 30, and I think that eliminated my ability to, to take a big wide receiver, right. um, like a Metcalf or right. a Marquise Brown. So I took Hawkinson over Marquise Brown. Um, Ed Oliver at 12, I'm very happy about. Chris Lindstrom at 44, I'm over the moon about. Taylor Rapp at 75, I'm over the moon about. Um, I know it might not be popular to take another safety. I just didn't see a cornerback I liked. I think Sutton Smith is a sleeper. I think Max Sharping is a sleeper. I think Ryan Finley is a guy who's not going to obviously play for a while, hopefully. 
but uh, again, the value, I just couldn't, I couldn't not take him at that value. I think Weber is an extreme value there. And then Ratliff Williams is multi-purpose guys. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with it. I, I guess, uh, you know, it would have been nice if, uh, if, if, uh, you know, one of the Williams boys dropped to 12. That was my hope. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, that's who I really wanted. Twelve, one of the one of the Williams guys. I think if this was an actual draft, there, there's several guys here that I think are instant starters. I think it, it, easily as far as Taylor Rapp, the first four guys are automatic starters. You got Blair as an automatic rotational guy. Sutton Smith is going to see probably time on the field, just like we talked about because of the the depth issues. Um, and then from there, you know, Ryan Finley is a, an awesome possible QB2 out of the gate. Mike Weber is an automatic starter just because of depth. And Anthony Ratliff-Williams because of his special teams ability. So almost all the way through, with the exception maybe a Max Sharping who's looking maybe a little more long-term, pretty much every one of these guys has an, a, a possibility of starting day one. The only one thing that I would say that I know you wanted to get that we didn't really get to address would be linebacker. We're going to have to hit that at some point, but... Everything about this is just automatic impact. So um, I, I I really like it. I think this was pretty fantastic, Mr. Todd. <laughs> well, thank you. And again, we did get a linebacker. His name is Josh Jones. That's right. You're right. Yet. Yes, we moved him to linebacker because we got a second safety. So um, anyways, man, I, I just really appreciate it. And uh, I appreciate your time and, and doing this with me. Um, I know I, I was dragging my feet and I told you we were going to do this. So I'm, I'm glad we had... Uh, we're able to carve out a little bit of time. Once again, uh, centerstageshow.com. Center Stage Show is the name of the podcast. If you are a music fanatic, I would encourage you to please just go check it out. Just listen to an episode or two. Find one of those artists that you're into and see see how that interview went. Um, otherwise, Todd, thank you very much for your time, man. Ryan, it was, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. All right. Thanks a lot. <laughs>